dad's coat at a show The sound man found it, don't you know It took a while for me to get it back But we stayed in touch and made each other laugh And then we found a date that fit To meet up We recorded it In a hotel That's how the blue coat diaries started Welcome to all the listeners, Mark. Every listener that's listening, every one of the listeners, all of them. Have you got any? Uh, have you got any stats? Do we know how many there are? There's loads, Mark. Loads. Lo- lo- yeah, loads is the word that I would use for this podcast. Loads of listeners. Yeah. Okay. Right. I will look into that, but let me just say thank you to each one of the listeners. Yeah. Steve, Jeremy. Diane, thank you. All three of you. We <laughs> get all the names. Yeah, other names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Johnny Awesome, and you obviously are Mark. Mark Carver. Yeah. You've got it now. Yeah, I've got it. No, we can't do this every week. We can't. We can't just make that a thing. No, I agree. But we'll do it. We'll do it this week. <laughs> How are you? What's uh, what's going on at your end? Oh, not much. I've just been I've been toddlering. You've been dadding. Yeah, I've been dadding, mate. Yeah, it's um. Well, it's dreaded half term next week. Oh, we're on half term now. Are you? Oh, is that it? Is that? Have you been getting brutalised this week? Yeah, that means we're going to have two shambolic podcasts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Today I'm in bits. Next week you'll be in bits, and then we'll get back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I've actually got I've got some got some gigs coming in this week as well. I'm going I'm in Stoke on Saturday. Um, Stoke on Saturday yeah. for what are you doing? I'm doing um it's a, 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 putting a PA system in for a tribute band. What's their what's their tribute band name? Because that's always a good thing to talk about, isn't it? Um you know what? Because I was You don't know. Right, no, they're just, I think they're the ELO experience. They're lovely people. They're very nice people to work with. Um, okay, because people people coming up with their tribute names. I love them. It's one of my favourite things. Someone had one the other day, uh, and I can't remember off the top of the head, but I told him it was the best one I'd heard since Earthwind for Hire. Oh, that is good. I, I've. It's my purse. I, I've not found one better than Earthwind for Hire yet. Earth, wind for hire. Cream of the crop, isn't it? I've always thought, what would someone call themselves if I got to the point where I had a tribute act? <laughs> don't, don't laugh so hard at that. A Johnny Awesome. Yeah, but that would just be someone... I mean, it doesn't happen with comedy as much, does it? Cause you, cause you, it does you're happen. Like, what, do you have c- comedy... Are there comedy tribute acts? Absolutely. You go online and have a look. You'll get a Peter Kay, you'll get a Mickey Flanagan, you get all those people. And they just go out and do their material. Yeah, it's absolutely bonkers, but I've always thought, Ooh. what would someone call themselves if I had a Johnny Awesome tribute act? What do you reckon? What would you... If that was you... What would you call it? Uh, I, if I was a Johnny Awesome tribute act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, w- I, wish you'd, I wish you'd give me a heads up about this because with a bit of time, I reckon I could come up with a good one. But off the top of my head, I think I'm lacking. 
All right, well, by the end of the podcast. <laughs> by the end of the podcast. If it, I'll keep it in there, and if one pops up, that'd be good. Mark, I've had an idea. Right. I've had what I think is a brilliant idea. I'm a little bit hesitant about saying that after the last time I announced that on the podcast, we had the whole teabag gate thing. <laughs> teabag gate. Waterproof teabag gate. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking this week... I quite like the idea of us giving out some awards on the show. What, for like other hydrophobic items, you know? No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this, this is a different thing. Move right. your mind away from the whole Peter Storm arena. <laughs> okay. This is about right. us doing some made-up awards. I thought it might be fun for us to give out awards on the podcast for people's mates, and they nominate them for crazy stuff like the more random and just hilarious the better like i'll give you some examples of the sort of thing i mean and then you can maybe throw some at me but i was thinking stuff like the longest shower taker award <laughs> just what you're gonna say there okay longest shower there- taker <laughs> <laughs> i was like wow okay we're kind of jumping off the deep end here Straight <laughs> with that. shut the front Literally. door <laughs> yeah no, I mean, you know, like, say you're on a football team and there's a guy that is renowned for, or a girl that's renowned for... I think I could win that. a massively long shower or something like that. You think you'd win it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm going... Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. This is probably too much information, but anything bathroom-related, I'm in there for ages. <laughs> well, there you go, then. Longest bathroom break yeah. award. Yeah, yeah. Showers as well. 40 minutes, easy. Or maybe, like... The loudest snorer award. You know, someone giving that to their partner. Or maybe again, like a mate, you know, a work colleague. This is this is what I'm getting at. I think it would be no. cool for someone to say to their mate or their partner or whatever, work colleague, hey, you got an award on this podcast. They'd be like, What? Be like, Yeah, yeah. You know, in the blue coat diaries, they gave you an award. And I like the idea of someone listening to it not knowing what award they no. get. And then it's like, we've got one here from, you know, Jim in Manchester, and he says, his friend Barry is the fastest cereal eater. So he wants him to have the <laughs> fastest cereal eater award. Gonna... And then we give it him. But I mean, what is gonna what's gonna happen here? And I can see it. And and, and it's totally fine. It's gonna be mates taking a dig, isn't it? So you're gonna have like, That's what I want. That's what I want. Darren in Belfast, he's gonna win the award for most rounds successfully avoided at the pub you know the guy yes yeah 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 you know the guy who strategically buys around at a certain point early on so he knows he's not going to get the second one so he'll he'll get two drinks but he'll never get he'll never have to buy two drinks we've all got mates like that well i think you've absolutely nailed it with that one so what we want is people to get in touch via my social media so it's all my social media is johnny awesome so facebook twitter instagram Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and if you want to email me, you can email me johnny at johnnyawesome.com. That will come straight to me as well. And we want to know who you're nominating and what award you want them to win. A pretty good chance they're going to win the award, isn't there, Mark? Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's strong. I haven't seen the numbers, Johnny. But, I mean, I'm willing to take a punt on that there's a pretty good chance that they they might well win the award, yeah. I mean, we might get two that are the same and then we can have some kind of runner-up. You got second place in <laughs> second place in using too much toilet roll. You know, just like <laughs> Yeah. Well then people could do that thing of saying I was nominated. Yeah, yeah. I was nominated for the 
worst Parker of a car award. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we're going to do. So get in touch with the show and hopefully we'll get some of those going on next week. Yeah, absolutely. His name is Mark Carver And he'd rather be playing video games Than not the dating game But it's time for love It's time for love, Mark So, Mark Yeah It's that time Yeah, apparently so Probably the reason that a few people tune into the pod (laughs) What's going on in the world of Mark Carver love slash dating? The, the thing is, you wrote a, a bio for me. Yeah, a bio. Yeah. It's it's horrendous. <laughs> let's keep that tea down, Johnny. I saw your face there. <laughs> let's see what let's see what the ladies out there think to that. So uh, it was quite difficult to find one where there was something where people might actually read it. So I did a bit of research into which ones which sites and stuff. Um, so I went with OkCupid. That's a, that's a, a, a website slash app that does okay. the dating thing. And I created a profile on there. What name did you use, Mark? <laughs> Why do you think I wouldn't use my real name? Because in the first pod, we were talking about using a different name just <laughs> to keep it away from the pod. So I wonder whether you've gone with Stephen Basket. I've gone with Stephen Basket. You have gone with Stephen Basket. <laughs> well, it only comes up with Stephen. I did put I did put my second name as Basket in the website, but it only says <laughs> the first name. So it's just Stephen. But now I'm Stephen. So you're on as Stephen Basket and you've used my blurb. Have you used my blurb? I have, yeah. You've used it. And then a picture of you. I've got several. I put six up because it said that you got... Six pictures of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one is a picture of me. Um, with a basket? No, I would say disagreeing with a llama. Okay, I bet that's a good start. I like that. And then there's another one of me riding a mechanical giraffe in an amusement arcade in Tokyo. Good. Shows you're a joker and you're a traveller. Yeah, yeah. So... Have you had any replies? That's the big question here. Absolutely none whatsoever. You've had no replies? None. So this is big business, Johnny, right? Okay, talk me through it. So you can like people, and I can see here that I've got 41 likes. What? 41 people have liked me. So I'm looking right now at a thing that says, you're a total catch. See all the people who like you with OkCupid Premium. So then you have to click see who's likes you. And if I click on that, yeah, I mean, if you buy six months at a time, it's only £19.88 a month. So, but what? you'd have to buy six. So if you want to buy one month to find out who likes you, it's £39.77. Well, we've got to pay that. What do you mean? We have to pay that to find out who likes you. And I'm sure there's something fishy going on here. Why? The first 20 people's pictures... Yeah. In, for me, personally, pictures of women, pops up. They're all supermodels. They're all hiking on mountains or under waterfalls in bikinis. It's fucking ridiculous, Johnny. Those aren't real people. They can't be. Yeah, I understand. So can you actually interact with any of these people? Yeah, you can. Yeah, so I, I guess that's the next step. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to sit down, talk to myself and say, right, Mark, you're going to message a random stranger 
and and uh, and and see if they'll talk to you. And that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. So next week, I'm going to have to give it a go. Message some random strangers because obviously I've got to, I've got to choose my my targets wisely here because you only get a couple of goes. And it's highly likely that you send them a message and they might not respond. You know, and that's that's your intro a day gone, isn't it? Do you think you can do one a day, or are you saying there's a total of times you can know. do that? I don't know. It's it's so obtuse the way this thing works that you you can't really. So, messages. Oh. oh, I have got a message <gasps> from Sarah. Live on the podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. I work here at OKCupid okay, and thought you said <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Brutal. What, what did she okay. say? It, I don't know. It, it's, it, it's, an, it's a, hello, I'm a robot lady who works at OKCupid. Okay, okay computer that's it that's a radiohead album all right so what we're going to agree then if you're happy to is you're going to try and make contact i'm going to try and make contact yeah you're going to try and make contact like the film contact between now and the next pod yeah they're not aliens i mean they might be may i suggest steering clear of any photoshopped models on mountains and stuff i mean i'm I know I don't need to say it's that. It's amazing. Really do, it's I? amazing how many of them uh, seem to be mountaineering. <laughs> I think, I think we're off the mark here. Right. I think, I think we're. I think we're underway. We're off. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we've made we've made a, a start, and we'll see how this goes. That is exactly what I'm looking for. A bit of a bit of positive attitude, and yes, we'll keep this item rolling on. I mean, it's been a roaring. A case of roaring mediocrity <laughs> week one, but we've got to start somewhere. We'll see how we oh, go. Oh, listen, the numbers don't lie. 41 likes. Yeah, I mean... 41 likes. 40 quid to see who likes you, to discover that they're probably all... Well, let's just throw this out to the listeners. If anyone wants to pay the £40 so that Mark <laughs> can find love... We will take that money and put it into this website. Yeah, you can you can donate on my Go Pimp Me campaign. No, 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 no. Just get in touch with me via my social media. I'll take the money. <laughs> you know the score. I'm the pimp for this item. <laughs> You're not letting anyone cut out, cut in on your patch. <laughs> I need to get myself one of those fur coats and a cane. Yeah. Next time I'm on the pod, I'll turn up like a Snoop Dogg. Yeah, some glass platforms with a goldfish swimming in them. Storm in a podcast. So, no word back from Peter Storm, which is disappointing, to be honest. But like I said on the last podcast, they haven't updated their Facebook page for like, two years or something like that so and they are now it's jd was it jd sports that owns them now yeah which yeah. moves me nicely on to a listener's got in contact with us a guy called ray burge has got in touch to say he's got a contact at jd sports this is the great thing about the pod you can use the pod to try and do stuff for the pod when he says a contact at jd sports is it it's not a 17-year-old who works there on weekends. Just fitting fitting kids with football boots or something. No, it's no. not that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he re- he proved it because he sent me a picture of him at the Brit Awards and apparently this person had something to do with him getting to the Brit Awards and this stuff. So I think they like work for head office or something like that. So he's going to explain what we're trying to do and see if this person 
at JD can get us a contact for Peter Storm. So, Ray, right. come on, Ray, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe in you, Ray. You've got this, mate. Also, a bit of sad news for you, Mark. Noel Bibby unfortunately died in 1989. Ah, uh, that's a shame. Oh, quite a while back. Yeah, and I just want to make it really clear that when we were riffing about Bibby last week, we didn't know he died, just to no. make that clear. Yeah. Because we went off on a bit of my a condo- one. My condolences to the Bibby family. Yeah, and that's a shame because obviously it would have been a bit like a meeting a hero, having mm. Bibby on the podcast. But that reminded me that you mm. mentioned to me something about meeting a hero in Eric Clapton. Is that right? Did you once meet Eric Clapton? yeah yeah i did i did can you share that with us (laughs) yeah i can share i told you this like like in passing didn't i now i was working with a mate of mine who i work with sometimes uh and we went and did a show with hawkwind did he does sound for hawkwind he does the front of house stuff and he was providing some pa Anyway, we're in Guildford, and um, Guildford apparently famously is the home of um, Eric Clapton. And we didn't know this until we were setting up that Eric Clapton was going to come in and do a guest piece, come on and play with Hawkwind for a song. Wow. Well, it's supposed to be one song. So I'm sat there, we're sat by side of the stage, and then it's just, just... We've got these little plastic chairs. I'm just sat next to Eric Clapton. I'm trying not to be that guy going, oh, Mr. Clapton, lovely to meet you. You know, I I grew up listening to Cream Records. I think that stuff was uh, really good. And he didn't seem like a a particularly chatty or gregarious person. He seemed just quiet, kept to himself. So he he was sat there and it was just kind of like one of those things. We're like, all right, okay. So we had this thing. I think, well, this is quite a thing. It's not every day that, you know, you get to do sound... For, and work with someone like Eric Clapton. I love it. So we go up there and he, he's got his own guitar tech with him to bring, you know, just a little amp. He didn't have much with him, just a little amp he wanted to plug in. And go on, and so got to sound check a bit. Go on, so, so I stand up and said, right, uh, Eric, um, where do you want your monitor and what do you want in your, your monitor? Do you want to hear any of the bands? You know, what, what do you want to listen to? He goes, oh, no, don't need a monitor, just so I could hear my guitar amp. <laughs> so I'm like, <clears throat> right, so um, basically what it boiled down to is that day, me, neither me or Sam did monitors for Eric Clapton because all he wanted to hear was his own <laughs> guitar amp. It's like, imagine you're a, a, a chef, a burgeoning chef, and then, like, um, you know, Gordon Ramsay comes into your restaurant and you say, oh, what can I cook for you today, Mr. Ramsey? He goes, it's all right. I've brought my own sandwiches, is <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm right for both me and Sam now have on our CVs didn't do monitors for Eric Clapton. But he did get on and he did have a great time and he played the whole second half of the set. He was on there for ages. Do you think if we got in touch with him, he would come on the podcast. Eric Clapton, I doubt it very much, yeah. I mean, we haven't maintained any relationship. I mean, we could try. I doubt it. My name's Mark. Mark Carver. So, Mark, it's time for a bit that I really like, correspondence. Right, yeah. Correspondence. We've had some great stuff in from 
listeners about duping. You know, we were talking about being duped or giving someone a good duping, and we threw <laughs> it out to the listeners. We've Don't... had some good ones. What? Don't say it like that. You seem quite visceral. Yeah, giving someone a good duping. <laughs> Sounded almost dirty, Johnny. <laughs> get that on your profile. You'll get you'll get even more than forty-one likes when you get that on there. I like to give people a good duping, a good hard duping. <laughs> Do you know who Steve Royal is? The brilliant comedian that came third on Britain's Got Talent. Do you know who he is? The name seems really familiar. I might, I feel like maybe I've done a show with him or I've at least seen him. Wait. You would remember it because he can juggle guitars. He can actually juggle guitars. I don't think I was working. I think I've seen him though somewhere. Maybe a festival comedy stage? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's a brilliant act. He's a lovely guy as well. And he mm. got in touch with the show to say, that for the first time ever, he got completely fooled by one of those human statues. <laughs> he was in Havana. <laughs> and he Cuba. took a picture of it. He was in Havana and he took a picture of it and it moved. He said, I genuinely thought it was a statue. <laughs> this is literally in Cuba. And <laughs> he got duped by a... Yeah. Some of them are really good. There's definitely an art to it. He also said... My wife's been duped regularly by ridiculous weight loss machines and devices. I've got a garage full of crap gym equipment. <laughs> you want to get, you, I mean, I always feel stuff like that is basically a pyramid scheme, isn't it? You, except it's an upside down pyramid scheme. Whereas the early adopter, you lose the most money. I think the way to think about them is... If you think about people in prison who get really ripped, they haven't got any <laughs> devices or complicated machinery. They're just literally doing like press-ups, press ups, yeah. sit-ups, chin-ups, probably like just really bog-standard weights, you know, like bench-pressing something or... You might find this hard to believe, but I used to do sports when I was younger. What? I know, right. What kind of sports? I played rugby. And I did a bit of athletics. I was quite quick at running 100 metres. I was very fast. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. And um, I did I did various other bits. When I was younger, I did a bit of martial artsy stuff. I did, you know, I did I did various things. I did skateboarding. I was big into skateboarding as a kid. So, Have you put all this on your profile for dating? No, no. I, I, I used your blurb. That was the whole idea, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Move on, move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I remember having a book... I may or may not have stolen from a library on the Isle of Wight. I don't know. You know when you kind of forget to bring them back. But it was a Royal Marines um, uh, kind of circuit training fitness thing. I know what you mean. I think it was about 17, 18 or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like just all these kind of own body weight exercises. And it's all the rage now. You find people on YouTube who do it and they're absolutely shredded. They look like, you know, they look like CGI'd, these, these lads. Um, yeah. But it was great. And it shows you what you can do. But I think there are limits, aren't there? Because if you start off at £350 with very little relative strength, it's going to be quite difficult to get into some sit-ups and push-ups. So there's there's yeah. going to be, you know, problems there. If you start off at the lighter end of the scale, it's probably a bit easier. <laughs> but Yeah, absolutely that. But yeah, definitely. That stuff works, man. A lot of people will be able to relate to that, Steve. And just to say, I'm going to support Steve on one of his tour dates on the 4th of March. Yeah, if anyone is in Rossendale, Lancashire, come to the show. Steve's going to do his tour show there and I'm going to support him. That'll be a really fun night. That sounds fun. 
Yep, that's going to be a good one. Come down if you're around. Also, let's have another one of these. Stuart Bowkett. I think that's right. Sorry, Stuart, if it's not how you say it. Stuart Bowkett contacted the show and he said, my dad said he was going to buy me a brand new house. Oh, wow, I thought. A month later, whilst at my parents, he gave me a set of keys and I said, blimey, I need an address. And he said, it's here. And I thought, wow, I'm getting my parents' house. But no... It was there, but it was a house made of Lego. <laughs> Cheers, Dad. That was me duped. Yeah, yeah, he's done him there. His dad joked him right into the floor there, hasn't he? What on dad joke that, though, isn't it? What kind of keys open a Lego house? That's exactly what I thought. I thought as soon as you brought the keys into it... <laughs> Didn't the alarm go off when it was like a, an 8 by one and uh, two 4 by ones sticking out the end with a, with a little... <laughs> all clicked together? Like, that's never going to work. You know? I mean, I think there's a fine line between duping and doing something awful, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, on the, on the human travesty scale, I think that's fairly low down. You know, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could get him back, right? There's probably some sort of... Dad, I've got you a car and it's Meccano. I mean, it's kind of... Exactly. I, I'd probably come at it from a different angle myself. I'd, I'd probably, you know, do something wildly different because you're going to be waiting for it, aren't you? If anyone... If I ever dupe anyone, I know... Well, depending on who it is, you know that they're going to be gunning for you. So you're kind of on your guards and you're never going to pull this stuff off if they're on guard. I just think there might be a time when, like, Stuart and his dad go walking. Bear with me on this, Mark. Right. And they're up some giant mountain, and there's a bit of a landslide. Stuart's dad's like slides along, and he's like slipping off the edge of a cliff, you know. And he's <laughs> like, "Oh God, fun. hand me something, hold me something to like get me back up or whatever." And that is the moment that Stuart <laughs> whips out a chain made of Lego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A Lego rope <laughs> and just shatters. He falls to his death. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's ended a bit more darkly than I was yeah. hoping. Who's laughing now, Dad? <laughs> As he falls into the crevasse. Is that the right word? Yeah. I mean, it depends. As he falls into the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Lol. <laughs> right. It's time for one of the worst bits of the podcast. <laughs> the reason I just said that, Mark, was to give it the podcast some contrast, some light and shade. The way that Nirvana used to go between a clean guitar and a distortion pedal. That's why I'm just slagging right. off this item. Yeah. Not because Marcus is a nightmare to deal with or mm -hmm. anything like that. Now, we are going to call Marcus, but if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, Marcus lives in a van. He's a drummer. What have I missed, Mark? Uh, it's not a big van. It's not a big van. You might say it's about the size of... A Citroen Berlingo. I mean... No, the Trotter's <laughs> Independent Trading Van. Yeah. the the. I'm, you know what? I've just realised what Trotter's Independent Traders is. An, an, an anagram? Have you only just worked that out? <laughs> yeah, never. Tit. Yeah, I've never... Why have I not spotted and on that, that note, before? <laughs> Let's call Marcus Carter. His name is Marcus and he's a drummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're gonna call him and find out where he's at. 
The little muted symbol's gone away. There's a picture of some drums. Yeah. I mean, that just about sums up where we're at with Marcus. A picture of some drums, but no <laughs> fucking drums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. There he is. Oh, good Lord. There we go. Will Ferrell in a van. He's <laughs> got, got that vibe, actually, yeah. All right, Marcus, this is what the world wants to know. Where the hell are you and what are you doing? I am in a car park in Denmark. Well, a truck stop, really, surrounded by truckers. And it's my natural habitat. That was like a Sam I am rhyme. I'm in a car park in Denmark with a shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice place to park. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And what are you doing there, Marcus? What's happening today? What's your day looking like? My day has been like this. I left Amsterdam last night after being thoroughly disgusted and I drove for <laughs> a few hours through Germany and then decided, decided I was far too tired. And so I had a sleep in Germany and then I got up at, I don't know what time this morning, and drive up to Denmark. I've just gone through the border with Denmark. Weirdly, there's no borders in Europe when you drive through, uh, yeah. but Denmark seemed to have decided they're going to carry on having a border. So they stopped me, obviously, and a very scary man went through my van and then uh, uh, let me go. And now I'm in a truck stop. So that's basically my day so far. Marcus, we've got a bit of a bone to pick with you because we've just played the jingle. It's not got any drums on it. And now I'm just thinking to myself, what's gone wrong here? You're in Amsterdam and we've got a jingle with no drums on. I can't quite put two and two together. Can you, Mark? I'm trying to think what could possibly have distracted Marcus in uh, a place we've, that's as dead and got nothing going on in it is Amsterdam. You know, there's literally nothing to do there. I don't know what happened. I, I seem to be missing a few hours. <laughs> that's, that's what we're worried about, Marcus. <laughs> Try cast your mind back. What's what's happened? <laughs> well, one minute I was at um, Frank's house, and the next minute <laughs> I was on a boat. <laughs> okay. Who's Frank? No, no. And Anne Frank. <laughs> different different thing. Anne We've got to be Frank. careful around these jokes, Johnny. Oh, you broke up a bit for me, and I got one minute I was at Frank's house, <laughs> and the next minute I was on a boat, and I was thinking, who's Frank? We can't. Oh, well, I I didn't know her that well, so I I refer to her by her surname. But um, I did discover one thing. I think we've been sold a lie. Um, <laughs> story. I don't know. Do you know the story of Anne Frank? Listen, listen. Hang on a minute. We've got to be careful here because Kanye West went down a similar path on a podcast not that long ago, and I'm I'm a bit worried that this we might end up in the same place here. So just tread carefully, Marcus. Not only do I not sell crap trainers, I'm um, I'm pretty sure I'm not going down a Kanye route. I've never fallen for his nonsense, and I never will. <laughs> Even when everyone was going on about that album that's supposed to be amazing, it's rubbish. <laughs> anyway, what have you found? Story. What have you um, found out? Yeah, uh, Anne Frank was hiding from cyclists. <laughs> cyclists. What the hell is going on here? Uh, well. I lived in Holland for a number of years, and there are a lot of cyclists, um, especially in Amsterdam. 
What makes you say that, Marcus? Terrifying. They are terrifying. If I lived in Amsterdam, I think I would prefer to hide in an attic than go out on the street and risk my life with all the cyclists. I've always <laughs> been quite pro-cycling. I'm not sure now. Well, it's interesting as well, because they're not cycling particularly menacing bikes. They all look like sort of Mary Poppins old lady bikes that everybody rides. So, you, so they catch you off yeah. guard a bit. Completely true. And yeah. they, I mean, the bikes look wonderful and really nice. The people riding them are absolutely insane. They're yeah. worse than drivers in Belgium. I'm sorry, Belgium, but you can't drive. Do they have a driving test in Belgium? The problem with Belgium, Marcus, is is that it doesn't have real roads. They're all made out of um, unexploded minefields. And um, <laughs> I don't know why Belgium's got the most horrific roads I, I, I've ever driven on, but I think it's probably got a lot to do with the driving. Well, they, they drive incredibly erratically. They're not menacing in their driving. They just drive in an absolutely insane way. You can't guess what they're going to do from, from one second to the next. They're unpredictable. All right, well, another question for you is, are you going to do the drums for your jingle? Because we do want to add some drums to show people how good you are at playing the drums. Um, okay, that sounds like something I should do. Uh and as soon as I get back to Sweden, I'll do that. Hurrah! Hurrah for the drums of Sweden! I think the jingle definitely is missing drums. So, yeah, I will create some kind of massive beat, uh, taking inspiration from Kanye West's second album, and I will record that. <laughs> Listen to this, Marcus. Me and Mark have had a joint idea, which we think, no, no pun intended about amsterdam there by the way we uh we think we're onto something here we wondered whether we could advertise the podcast on the side of your van <laughs> what do you reckon to that listen i i barely got through the uh customs control just now i don't know if that's going to help things well it's not going to have anything offensive on there it's just going to promote the podcast what do you want to put on it I think you can get adverts that kind of slap on the side of the van with magnets. Like, like the thing is, mag it's like magnetic, so you haven't got to like spray the van or anything. So you can kind of put it on and take it off. So if we could get something like that made, would you let us put that on the side of the van, Marcus, when you're driving around? I mean, that sounds much more doable because the problem I've got is, is I try to be stealthy so I can park up in a street and no one would actually know that I'm, I'm sleeping in the back of the van. If That's I've what I'm thinking. A, a big advert on the side, then that kind of, you know, draws attention to it. Yeah. Especially if it's a picture of you, Mark. And I know Mark's looking for love. Having listened to the last <laughs> podcast. Well, I'm going to take Marcus's response as a resounding yes, Mark. And I think we'll leave him to take on some more countries and some more borders. And we'll give him a call next week and update him on the van sign progress. How does that sign, Marcus? Can we call you next week and tell you if we've managed to get anywhere with the van signage? Sounds great. Mark? Um, yes, mate. Remind me next week to tell... I'll tell you the story about how Johnny convinced me to stand in my underpants in front of Jason Manford in Birmingham. <laughs> this sounds like... Oh, yeah, okay. I think, that's yeah. A good, I think that's a good note to finish on. 
it's not similar to like a Louis C.K. story, is it? <laughs> no. Jason Manford is a straight up guy, just for the record. He doesn't do anything bad, and I still want to support him in arenas. <laughs> All right, Marcus. Jason for a bit. Take good care. Marcus, take good care, and we'll call you next week, okay? Take care, Thanks, man. guys. Talk to you next week. All the best, brother. Take it easy, mate. Bye, mate. Okay, let's just say to the listeners out there, if anyone works in the sign business or really like the van sign business, the side of a van magnetic sign business, to be really specific, then please get in touch with the podcast because we just want something mate rate or heavily discounted don't we mark so we can come up with a great advert for the podcast and get it on marcus's van absolutely yeah yeah i i I don't know i don't think i know anyone who does it personally but i'll have a think all right get in touch johnny at johnnyawesome.com or using my social media facebook twitter insta all that kind of stuff let us know if you work in the sign game i will also put the feelers out mark and we're kind of wrapping up here we've got a new episode that's going to be out next friday it'll be out when you wake up in the morning and also just a quick note to say if you can subscribe to the podcast maybe even give it a five star review that would be really helpful and also if you are enjoying it tell a friend like me and mark would love it if the word was being spread out there so tell a mate if you are enjoying the show thank you very much for listening before we go mark have you managed to think of a tribute name for me the johnny awesome tribute act um often they don't quite hit the mark do they so maybe jonathan average you know would be uh <laughs> johnny average yeah johnny average it's not that's quite johnny a, awesome that's me on a phoning just, it in night yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me when i'm gigging and it's half term yeah <laughs> all right everybody look after your gear We'll see you next week. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Mark. Mark Carver. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your time. I really need that. Join us again for the next episode. We'll give it a go To hit the button and subscribe Just getting started, don't be shy We'll be back soon, more to share Join us for the ride if you dare That's it for now, we'll see you soon For another episode coming to you Thanks for tuning in, we really need that We'll be back next week, I think that's a